one, we are live. Good morning, House of Destiny, and to our world outreach. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this morning and those that are here. It's a good day to be serving the Lord, as all days are. And we are glad to be in the house this morning. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be here. Amen. So with that, I say, let me decrease while the Lord increases in me. And I thank you, Lord, for your salvation this morning. And I glorify your holy name. We come to you this morning to the world from beautiful downtown city of Boiling Springs, South Carolina. And we are glad that you are tuning in this morning. And those of you here on local, we're glad that you're here. Our message today is hard things to understand. Hard things to understand. I want you to go with me to the book of Second Peter. And we're going to deal with verses 3, I meant chapter 3 in Second Peter, chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Hard things to understand. Second Peter, chapter 3, verses 13 through verses 18. Paul says here in 13, verse 13, Nevertheless, we, according to not our promise, but according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Well, we know that this earth here, as told before, are the people of the land. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. Ain't much righteousness in this world that we're in right now. But Peter speaks previous to the fact that the elements and the earth and the heavens, they'll all be dissolved. And and we will enter into new heavens and a new earth. Wherein dwells righteousness. Verse 14 says, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, and hopefully we are, he tells us to be diligent that ye may be found of him, God, in peace, without spot, and blameless. An account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. Would you look at verses 16? Put that up there for me. The word of the Lord says here, as also in all his letters that were Epistles mean letters or writings. He says, speaking in them of these things about us looking for this new heaven and 
new earth where righteousness dwells. In which, this is what I want you to pay attention to, in which are some things hard to be understood. Now this is Peter. He's a major apostle. And he's even having trouble understanding what Paul is saying. Least alone which they that are what unlearned and unstable they wrestle with. Because they got this thing that Brenda was talking about last week, and I listened to it on the TV this morning, the sermon on, on Kingdom Purpose TV. There's a blockage. Why we can't expand our minds. We got to remove the blockage. Well, the unlearned have a blockage called ignorance. The unstable has a blockage of their faith. As they do also with the other scriptures. Unto their own destruction. Not those of us who are going on in the knowledge and the revelations of God, but to those who refuse. Those who want to remain unlearned and those who want to remain (laughs) unstable. The Bible tells us that a double-minded man is unstable. Not in some of his ways, but in all of his ways. Verse 17 says that, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, be well, least, he tells us to be well. Because we know these things. Be well, least he also being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfast. But grow in peace, in grace, and in the knowledge, that is, in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Tells us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is an eternal knowledge. It goes on and on and on and on and on. That means that whatever they preaching out here, they need to get a revelation. Because that recycled stuff is all new to people like us. It's all new. We want more, right? When we come into the house of the Lord, we want to learn that which we did not know. Now, we might build on that which we know, but we want more. Somebody say, I want more. All right, now. Now, there's a cost to having more. There's a responsibility to having more, you see. So, make sure that we know what we're asking for when we ask it. So, here's our Lord, and here's our Savior. And he's speaking through Paul about some things. Well, let's go to Luke 8, verses 10. Remember now, hard things to understand. 
Peter had a problem with understanding some of the things that the Apostle Paul was laying down. Luke 8, verse 10. Just setting the stage here. Luke 8, verse 10. Setting the stage for us to go to the place where the Lord would have us to go. Look at verse 10 in Luke chapter 8, verse 10. It says, and he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries. Did you not know that mysteries means secrets? Well, I don't hear many secrets being preached from the pulpit. Hardly any. I don't. I can tune on any preacher at any time, and I'm not knocking preachers, but what I am doing is I'm pulling us up and, and telling us that, that, that we need to get a word from the Lord and stop this surface teaching and start growing God's people up because we are in perilous times. We're in the times when people denying God, denying truth, high-minded, heady, Incontinent, that means they're out of control. What's right seems wrong, and what's wrong seems right. The Word of God said, but unto us it is known unto you, it is given to know the mysteries, the secrets of the kingdom of God, which is inside of us. But to others, to the unlearned, to the unstable, it's given to them in parables that seeing they might not see, and hearing, they might not understand. Let's go on over here to Matthew sixteen nineteen. We got to set the stage. Matthew sixteen verses nineteen. We got to set the stage. Not going to be with you long. The word of God says, and I will give unto thee, you, me, those that accept it, the keys, uh uh-oh, to the kingdom of heaven. Say he's going to give us some keys. That means those keys means he's going to give us some revelations that's going to unlock this thing. But what is a revelation? A revelation is a supernatural and divine disclosure from God to the world. And to the people in the world. That's what a revelation is. And whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Mm-hmm. Remember now, earth is the people of the land. So see, all this craziness out here, according to God's word, we can bound some of this stuff. And God will bound it up in heaven. Instead of us going along with it. And whatsoever you should lose in the earth, in the people of the land, shall be loosed in heaven. Maybe that's why we're not getting no further than we are in this world. We ain't binding nothing, and we ain't loosening nothing. But what we're doing, oh, we're going somewhere. You see, for it's over with, I know that I'm a doctor of the soul and spirit of man. But this morning, 
I'll also be a spiritual scientist to God's people. And he that had an ear to hear, let him hear. Because God is going to reveal to you this morning what's really going on in this world. Now, after it's revealed to you, then it's up to you what you do with it, right? Not up to me. It's up to me what I do with it. But it's up to you what you do with it. So, Word of God tells us that he's given us these keys. Mm -hmm. Keys. Keys open things. Amen. So, dealing with Paul. Like I say, I'm just setting the stage here. Ephesians 3. Ephesians, the third chapter, verses 3 through 5. Ephesians 3, verses 3 through 5. Watch what Paul says about it. Remember, hard things to understand. Uh-huh. Remember that Peter had a difficulty understanding some of the things that Paul was saying. But Paul tells us here in Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 3, how that by what? Revelation. Hath he made known unto me the what? Mystery. Talking about the mysteries of the kingdom. So it's by supernatural and divine disclosure from above that Paul receives such high revelations as I wrote afore in few words. Next verse. Whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Next verse. Not going to be with you long. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. As it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and holy apostles and prophets by what? The Spirit. Didn't say it was revealed by theology. Didn't say it was revealed by man. Says it was, written out of fact, Paul says that the gospel he got didn't come from man. See, the gospel that comes from God is different than the gospel that comes from theology. Theology is man-made. It's religion. That's all it is. And the only thing that they're going to teach you is their way of thinking. I'm not interested in their way of thinking. I'm interested in God's way of thinking. I'm not interested in what they got to say. I'm not interested in what some bishop got to say. If all he's doing is sitting there in a stupid looking robe, talking crazy, and he don't even know that he's out of order. And following Catholicism, which is the biggest of the false uh, religions on the face of the earth. But you're going to sit there in a row like you all that. 
and you unlearned and you unstable, but you think it makes you look holy because you wearing that old hot robe that you about to fall out in. And your word is lacking. Your word is lacking. So it ain't what you look like, it's what you saying to God's people that will determine whether or not it's from God or whether it's from man. Thank you, Lord. Though a just man falls seven times, he'll get up again. You can't keep down a good man. Because the good man going to fight all the way. Even when he looks like he's losing, you can bet he's still fighting. A good one. So it goes on and it tells us, now we're going to get into the meat of this thing now. Let's go over here to Revelation 13, 15 through 18. I say, I ain't going to be long with you. I don't have to be. Revelation 13. Talking about this old Antichrist idiot. That word he there represents the false prophet. So you got the beast that came out the sea. That's the Antichrist. Came out of the nation. And then you got the false prophet which came out the earth, which is the people of the land, okay? And he had power to give life. Watch what he's doing here. Unto the image of the beast. If you know what the Bible is talking about, beast represents man that don't know God. Now watch this. The image of the beast. Can you hit Genesis 1.26 and go back here right quick? Because in Genesis 1.26, God said, let us make man in whose image? His image. And God said, let us make man in our image. And after our likeness. See, that image there is spiritual. That likeness is celestial, heavenly, but that image, that's what we're dealing with. Because remember, the false prophet want to give life to the image of the beast. Now, the image of the beast is man being conformed into doing what man want him to do. That's what the image of the beast is. But we were made in the image of God. So in order to receive life for the image of the beast, that means death has to come to the image of us being made in the image of God, right? Can't have them both. You can't have them both. You got to be one or the other. Go back to Revelation for me. So, when we look at this, Revelation 13, verses 13. 
So when we, when we look at the word of God here, it says that this false prophet, he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast. In other words, they don't want us to be made in the image of God no more. They want us to be made in the image of man. I'm going somewhere. Now, this false prophet is the government, the media, the pulpit, the whole house, and every other kind of house. Mm-hmm. Anywhere where lies are being told, they are giving life, the false prophet, to the image of the beast. Taking you away from men in the image of God to make you in the image of man. Because man wants you to worship him and what he is doing. I'm going to hurt some feelings today. But you'll love me when it's over, world. Not all of them. I have some haters. A lot of them. Because they unlearn and they don't understand. They're unstable. He had power to give life to the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image, see that's what he wants, of the beast should be killed. It's coming in that time. Next verse. The image of the beast. And he called all, not some, all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Forehead is in their mind. Mm-hmm. The mark is a badge of servitude. He wants us to serve him. That's the mark. He wants us to serve him. And if you do that, then you done took the mark. You took the badge of servitude. Uh Uh-huh. So when you can't eat, we're going to get to that. So let me just retract. So here we are. And he wants us to take on this image of the beast. And verse 17 or verse 16, let me break that down. He receives the mark, which is the badge of servitude. That mark is in their right hand, which means they want to control the destiny of man. Man wants to do that. The beast. The government. The media. The false prophets in the pulpit. All of them devils want us to do what they want us to do. 
instead of what God. And see, we're in good standing with God when it comes to the pulpit and the leaders. In most cases, in the religious sector, as long as you do what they want you to do, then you serving God. But when you decide to push them aside and go into the word and get a word, that's why I say study and make yourself prove. As a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but rightly. That's key word. Dividing the truth. How are you going to rightly divide anything if you don't know what the word says? How are you going to rightly divide anything if you don't have no revelation from God? So that you can divide it. Because the word of God says that, 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 that it, it, it knows how to cut asunder the bone from the marrow. The spirit from the soul. You know, it knows how to do that. It knows how to dissect. It didn't get it, that kind of knowledge from first grade teachings. I guarantee you the spirit didn't do that. But it goes on here and it says that if you don't have that badge of servitude, that no man might buy, no man might sell, Save he had the badge of servitude or the name, which is the quality of the beast, which is man serving man. Or the number of his name, which is 666. Here is wisdom. The next verse tells us about count the number 666. Now, the 666, six is the number of man. A triple six means that it's a powerful force. So this thing out here. That the beast is shooting out through the false rhetoric that we hear from the government and that we hear from the media and that we hear from the pulpits. See, all of this is false doctrine. It's false teachings. And if you don't go along with it, they're going to ostracize you. And eventually, they're going to start killing us. Because we ain't going along with it. Mm Mm-hmm. The powerful force, six, six, six. Well, now let's really get deep into this thing. Let's see where it all started. How it's done made its way to the back end of the situation. I want you to go with me to Numbers. The book of Numbers. Chapter 13, verses 23 and 24. Put it up there for me, please. Numbers 13, verses 23 and 24. These are when the spies came back to give a report. And they came unto the brook of Eshcol. Eshcol means clusters, the brook of clusters, the stream of clusters, okay? And they cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. Listen to me now. And they bear it between two, two people, one cluster upon a staff, amen? And they brought, uh, 
of the pomegranates, the, the pomegranate, pomegranates, whatever, and of the figs. You to pay attention to the size of them grapes. Now, a grape, biggest of them probably ain't no bigger than a quarter. That's the biggest of them. But these here was the size of that bass drum. How did it get that way? How did it get that way? See, this stuff, I'm going to teach you something. We're going into science now, spiritual science. You can understand what's going on out here in this world, this stinking world today. And you got black people, you got white people that's promoting it. Because they're ignorant. And when the blind lead the blind, they both fall in the ditch. And you can't tell them nothing. Because they happy to be stupid. They happy. Oh, look at me. I got mine. I got mine. Go ahead. But I'm going to inform you. I'm glad we got a a forgiving God, people. That forgive us for our stupidity. I'm glad. But now, to him that know to do good. And do it not to him in his sin. So now after you know and you go on headlong into it, then that's your problem. Because I did my job. And I've learned over the years being in this pulpit, after I get a word, I'm going on about my business. I'm not going to be losing sleep trying to resurrect a dead horse that don't want to get up. Because there's too many that's dead and want to get up. And I got to zero in on them. And hopefully keep myself alive while I'm trying to keep those that are alive. Because we are the watchmen over your souls, according to the Bible, whether you like it or not. It don't matter what you like. It's what God say. When God say you need a leader, so God put leaders. And hopefully they're good leaders. Every once in a while, you get a good one. I say every once in a while. Look at 13, verse 23. And verse 20, well, look at 24. And the place was called the Book of Eshcol because of the clusters of grapes, which the children of Israel cut down from them. It took two people. Put them things, that one cluster of grapes. Y'all know what a cluster of grapes look like? Two people had to put that thing on a pole, one in front, one in the back, with that thing on their shoulder, and tote, carry one cluster of grapes. I'm some mighty big grapes. I've never seen no grapes that big. But let's see how all that took place. The book of Enoch speaks about this group of angels, 200 of them that came down and they, to humanity, they rested upon Mount Hermon. And they began to, Genesis 6 talks about it, briefly, before the flood. That's why God brought the flood, because of the things that they did. There were 200 
fallen angels known as the Watchers. They came down during the time of a fellow named Jared, who was the father of Enoch. They came down during Jared's time. They descended on Mount Hermon. And they began to teach specialized technology and witchcraft and astrology and all of that stuff, all the forbidden arts to man. And not only did they do that, but they also mixed in with the women. And when they bore offsprings, the women, those offsprings called Nephilims, Grew to 3,000 eels. Well, I looked up to see how tall was 3,000 eels. That's 4,500 feet tall. That's over three quarters of a mile high, these giants were. And what they did was they ate all the sustenance up. Well, something that big eat everything. So when they couldn't find nothing else for, for man to eat. They started eating man. So in order to stop that, what they did was they started teaching them splice genie and nanotechnology and GMO, which is genetically modified organisms. And then they started teaching them what we call messenger ribonucleic acid. That's what you got. I'll get to that in a minute. They started teaching them these things, these arts, how to Change the dynamic of something. Make it. I saw where they use this nanotechnology and all this stuff to make a man's ear grow on the back of a skinless mouse. Oh, ear sitting up on him like a hearing device. Man is a fool. Mm-hmm. That ain't all he's doing. He's doing it to us too. That's why we, 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 we got to be careful. Especially in this day and age. Stop taking everything they tell you. They lying. And start doing what God tells you to do. God says none of these plagues are going to come upon you. That's what his words say. But if you can't receive that, then guess what? You're going to give life to the image of the beast. In other words, you're going to start serving man instead of serving God. That's exactly what you're going to do. And that's exactly what church folk are doing right today. Right today. Some of them right now don't turn the television off. Some of them right now don't turn their phone But they should have been listening. But they unlearned and they unstable and they wrestle with the truth to their own destruction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So God goes on and he deals with this, see. 
give you some understanding on what these three things are. Nanotechnology. Been around since them angels came down. Messenger RNA. Been around since them angels came down. GMO. Been around since them angels came down. Nanotechnology is the design, the characterization, and the application of structures, devices, and systems by controlling the shape and the size of something. Didn't I tell you those giants were 4,500 feet tall? Is that not nanotech? And they came in on them women and had them youngins, them giants. That was nanotechnology infused into them. Now let's look at this messenger RNA. Messenger is known as mRNA. It's called messenger ribonucleic acid. When you're dealing with DNA, the word DNA means deoxyribonucleic acid. They call it DNA for short. Messenger ribonucleic acid, mRNA, is a single-stranded molecule that corresponds to the genetic sequence of a gene. It's a synthetic aperture that's made by man to do certain things to man. I'm going somewhere. Then you got GMO, genetic modified organism, in which you take a new DNA and transfer it into the DNA of another cell. Amen? Now, your food that we eat, a lot of it has all this in it. But that ain't all. Those vaccines that they pushing out here, I'm going to say what I got to say. Y'all are fool if you take any more of them. You're just a plum fool. God going to forgive the ones of you that have. He's going to forgive you for it. We got people right now that we know that's got tumors growing out of them. Ain't no telling what's growing in them because of them shots. These vaccines have got all three of these different technologies. Nanotech, mRNA technology, uh-huh. And GMO. And what they're doing is they're going in and they're taking a new type DNA, drawing it out, and putting it in these cocktails that they call vaccines and medicines and all that. That's why they're pushing it so hard because they're trying to get us. To not be made in the image of God no more. 
but to be made in the image of man. That's why they keep pushing the booster. See, see, they can't do it all at once because people will catch on. Those that don't have no revelation, it'd be too late for them, see. So what they're doing is they're doing it in steps. That's why they keep pushing you to go, get your booster, get your booster. Them people got a plan behind all of this. And we sitting there and we listening to this stupid stuff. We don't go and research nothing. We don't go and listen to the Christian doctors, those who want to tell the truth about it, who's been ostracized and everything. We go to the main media, the false prophet. Now the media is owned by five families. All the media. And they give them the that they're supposed to speak on. They give this one, this one over here, and they give that one, that one over there, and then it causes division. And then some things they do, they're all speaking the same thing. Like, get your booster shot. But like I say, we got people now, got tumors growing out of them. Every time they take it. And when all them people were dying, and they said it was COVID, they wasn't dying from COVID. They was dying from the stuff that they was experimenting with the people along in the hospitals. You can tell you that. You can tell you that. So you got all three of these different technologies inside of these vaccines and this medicine and all of this stuff, food and everything else. Because what they're trying to do is take the God gene particle out of us. And where you won't have no knowledge of God, the only thing you'll think about is worshiping the beast. Doing what man wants you to do. And once you've crossed over that, there is no getting back. Because now... Your DNA structure is not made in the image of God anymore. It's made in the image of the beast. So God don't see you as his own anymore. Because the Bible says in the book of John, all things were created by him, Christ. The power and the wisdom of God, that's Christ. And there was nothing made that is made Unless it was made by him. So there's some things that are made that aren't made of God. They made of man. You think God don't know the difference between what he made and what man is making? Hmm? You think God don't see what these devils down here are doing? They taking that same technology that the, and it's done made its way through the courses of time. And now it's on the back end and it's really, 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 really Showing itself all over again. All over again. And our people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. And when they heard the truth, they didn't believe the truth, the Bible said. Therefore, they won't be no priest to me. That's what his words say. So church, in my clothes, this is what I'm saying. Let's get closer to God. 
And let's step away from man. Let's step away from them lies that they're pushing. They're using fear. See, you can't live for God and be afraid to die. If you're scared to die, you ain't got no business in here. Because you're going to die. God said, I ain't give you a spirit of fear. What you doing afraid? But they use fear tactics. Sis, that's what they use. Fear tactics. To get and give life to the image of the beast. And since you can't have life in the image of God and life in the image of the beast, you got to have one or the other. They want to take that God particle out of you, out of your DNA, where you don't have no remembrance or thought of God anymore. Only thing you're doing now is worshiping the beast. So they keep shooting this nanotechnology in you. They keep shooting it in you. Demons. Bill Gates. One of the biggest demons on the face of this earth. Bill Gates. Bill Gates said a few years ago that we need to make a vaccine that can eradicate and kill off a lot of the population because we're overpopulated. That's what he said. Now, are you stupid enough to trust a man that says that who's got his hand in that vaccine? Are you stupid enough to trust him? Knowing after what he done said? See, I don't care how much money you got. I don't care nothing about your money. I don't care nothing about your government. I don't care nothing about none of that. There ain't nothing to me. Because I'm sold out on this when I'm, especially when I'm in this pulpit. Sold out to this thing. I wouldn't have lasted this long doing it if I wasn't sold out to it. If you're not chosen to do this thing, you won't last in it. You won't last. No, you won't. Because this right here will kill you. This right here will. If you're teaching it right. If it don't kill you, somebody will. Mm -hmm. They killed Jesus. Didn't it? But he didn't stop. And the thing about the devil is now, now, now the devil got bigger tests for us. Just like he did for Jesus. Jesus went through the wilderness. He passed that test. But then that thing got harder. At the end, his discipline had to become greater. Remember? He said, Lord, I wish you'd take this from me. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Because, see, that thing got tougher. What I'm trying to say, church, what you going to do when you can't buy and sell? They're headed toward that way. Mandating. You can't go here. You can't go there. You can't do this. You can't do that. If you can't see that that's part of the coming of the mark of the beast, then you can't see nothing. What you going to do when you got to look at your kids 
and you got to go out and trap birds in order to feed them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How about, yeah, let's get real with this. When you got to run for your life, cold, stinking, ain't took a bath in months. And if you take a bath, you probably got to take it in a river somewhere. What you going to do when you're so used to air conditioning and hot water? Think about it. Think about it. Because when that thing becomes full-fledged, and it will, and it is fastly coming. And they take this technology out here that they got, and they do to the people what they want done. All those that don't go along with it, they're going to kill you. Are you ready to die? Jesus, I know you're sitting in your little old big old churches with all your people and you're jumping around and you're hollering, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor to hell with you and your neighbor. You better be looking at yourself because the claws of the beast are coming down and hell is coming up to meet us. And it's enlarging itself for the day of reckoning. But I know a God that's going to step off his throne and going to deal with the madness of this world, especially this stinking America where you can go and you can kill and get acquitted. Ain't got no business down no way. You jump inside of an enclosure filled with grizzly bears. And you kill all the grizzly bears. And you call it self-defense. You didn't have no business in there. The Bible tells us that a wise man foreseeth evil and hides himself. But a fool goes headlong into it and is punished. He's supposed to have been punished. Supposed to have been. But it ain't over yet. Because God has the last word. If you don't get that thing right, young man, you won't be in a whole lot of trouble. See, that thing got to get right. Just like some things with us got to get right. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise. Let's give him praise.